We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Alana priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? So what's up with you? Well, uh, I have a new yoga obsession. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so in that book I read, they were like, 10 weeks of yoga did like so much for a person with PTSD and depression, shit, mental health. Mm-hmm. And Spencer got, like, a golf pass or something to this, like, place right by us called Golf Golf X. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, how much was that? And he was like, I think it was, like, 300 bucks. And I was like, okay, sweet. And so I just, so like... So I can spend that much on myself. Great. <laughs> exactly. <hurt. laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, you're going to treat it like that? Okay, so, like, uh, cool. I'm buying a 20-punch pass. And he was like, what? And I was like, okay, thanks. And so now every time... I think I've said this before, but, like, every time... He does something. I'm like, oh, how much was that? And he's like, why are you going to spend that much on yourself? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. You bet. (laughs) I've like blasted through that 20 punch past actually. I'm like on class number 18 for the month. So. Does it make your back feel better too? Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing a specific kind? um, There's one class called Restore, which is like holding... It's like yin yoga. You hold a specific pose for like a really uh-huh. long time. And that's usually done like in a relaxing style, like on your mat, really like kind of laying there mostly. And then I do uh-huh. a 75 minute really hot class. And most of the time I'm like, I'm going to pass out. So I'm just going to like lay back down on my mat <laughs> and it still counts. So <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Like, I think the biggest benefits I've seen is I'm sleeping better and something that I'm really trying to do is not judge my body for how it moves, but just be grateful for the things that I can do Mm -hmm. and being present in my body instead of like dissociating out of my body and being present in the class instead of letting my mind wander to like everything else. So those are the biggest like benefits I've seen so far, but that's good. I've always liked yoga. Um, I wish I did it more, but I don't. I used to do it a lot back in the day, but I used to do a lot of things back in the day that I don't do anymore. <laughs> like but what? Ba- <laughs> like meditate. I used to meditate a whole lot more than I do now. Really? Um, yeah, but like uh, Balance, uh, the app is giving away like a free year. I don't know if they're still doing it. So I downloaded it. I made Lisa download it too. Oh, cool. Um, so it reminds me every day and every day I ignore that reminder. <laughs> um well you know how adhd people have like a hyper fixation Uh this is definitely my hyper fixation but i told myself that i'm only allowed like what will happen is you'll get fixated on a hobby and then you'll buy all of the stuff for that hobby but it can't be like the cheap shit you have to do it like the good stuff and like this is this is my 2023 hyperfixation. If I like think I want to do crochet or art or embroidery or whatever the fuck that I always think I want to do, 
Uh-huh. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm already doing yoga. That's going to be my one thing this year. If I want to change, like, I'll do it next year. Honestly, thank goodness I'm not like that because, <laughs> like, I... I mean, I have a shit ton of art and art supplies, but I've accumulated those over the years and it took me forever to like keep art supplies because I'm a minimalist. Mm. Thanks mom for being a hoarder. Um, Mm -hmm. That's actually becoming less and less as the years go by. (laughs) I need to start throwing more things away. But um, yeah, I I get what you mean though. Yeah. For sure. I did something to my hand. I think I hit it really hard. Speaking of ADHD, ma'am, I guess the corner of a counter. Oh my <laughs> it just effing hurts. What about your foot? <laughs> the people want to know about your foot for sure. Oh my god, it still hurts. Just like it's sore, like that Louis C.K. joke where it's just like this. This is just you now. This is just how your body's gonna feel forever. Um, but I've been doing like stretches and stuff, uh, and it does. I don't know. I don't know what I did. I think there's probably there's probably like a hairline fracture, but I mean whatever. <laughs> this we is live. just you now. This is just me now, doing my thing. I have a question for you because uh, you and I are both used to addicts, um, and addiction is a disease, obviously. Yeah. So let's phrase it in someone who's really sick or whatever. Let's just say you're in the hospital. Who at what point is it your responsibility to speak for yourself to advocate for yourself? And at what point are enablers like you know what I mean? Like if you don't get rid of the enablers, especially like someone who's like okay, if you can't let's say you have cancer, someone who is lung cancer and you always have someone who's sneaking you a cigarette. Same situation, right? Like so I, I'm one of my friends is um, her her spouse is going through rehab and her mother in law is being just kind of the worst and I don't know I'm only getting my friend's side of the story so who knows what the hell's actually happening you know what mm-hmm, I mean mm-hmm. I trust her obviously she's my friend but I just feel like at what point do we hold the addict accountable. Like, he's yeah. in rehab now. He's currently in rehab, but she's still yeah. getting, like, no information. Radio silence. Yeah. And he's picking his family over her, which is making her feel... Like, she just feels crazy. And I know that this whole thing's a process. Yeah. And I keep I keep trying to re- reassure her because she's reaching out to me because she knows that I know the process. My dad went to rehab twice when mm-hmm. I, before I was 10, you know. Uh, and... You know, my mom was married to an alcoholic when we were in high school. Like, we went to high school together. So she knows me. Like, people this is, the, people reach out to me for these things. So <laughs> I've been, like, talking her through some stuff. But, like, just between, like, the miscommunication and also, like, the shitty communication or lack of communication or, like, the things that his mom is saying where he's not com- sticking up for her and like at first we were like okay we just got to focus on getting him better getting him better but it's like at what point do you say no it's not gonna get better stand the fuck up stand up for your wife if you don't want her around she needs to hear it from your mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know quit making her look foolish like at what uh, like at what point in the recovery process in your opinion do we say okay because like i'm thinking about it too 
And like, part of me wants to be a total meddler and like call his mom and be like, hi, remember when you were this age, what would you do if your mother-in-law was constantly um, involved? Mm-hmm. Like how crazy would that drive you? But I'm not going to do that, obviously. But it's like, I wish he could just see that perspective too, you know? Yeah. Well, and like, you have to take into consideration this person that's in rehab, what's their history and why are they an addict and what played into it exactly exactly well and i was trying to explain that to her too i'm like as someone who has a psycho mom sometimes it's easier just to let her stay send away the person that she wants gone because you're exhausted (laughs) you know what i mean it's just easier to let her get her way well it's just not it's not your friend's job to fix first of all it's not your friend's job to fix her spouse and it's not your friend's job to th- therefore also have to fix this relationship and these other people. Um, I, I don't think in this specific instance that that person is a healthy person. And yes, that person needs therapy. And yes, they're getting help. And mm-hmm. they are actively doing that. And at the same time, like, how many chances do you give this person? Because they've already done this and then they've gone behind your back type of thing yeah i don't know i um i also recognize that people are just fucking flawed and yeah and, and i think i i gotta really like recognize my friend for she's the queen of unconditional love and like maybe it's to her own fault <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, dude, go start going to therapy. She, And she took my advice. Like, she's really been listening. She's been reading a lot. You know, she's like, she, I've, she, it almost seems like she's more dedicated to this than anyone else. But I also said, like, hey, as someone who's not like that, that can also be intimidating. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I'm kind of getting, like, Hulk smash. Because I'm like, I don't like to see you get disrespected like this. And I'm like, motherfuckers need to start using their words. So I guess I'm just putting the thought out there. And like, he's in his first week of rehab. No one should be talking to him. Like, she got bad info today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, But it just, it's just boiling over. You know what I mean? Because she's mm-hmm. been getting disrespected for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And I'm with, I like, I understand 100% where she's coming from. And I'm wondering... Is it like, like everyone needs to start communicating real, real. I'm like, just hold out. I'm like, you're going to have all the help you need with all these therapists and group and talking through, you're going to have allies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so just hold out. But it's also like, I get that you're an addict and you have a problem, but like man the fuck up and have a conversation with your spouse. Yeah. Well, uh, we know that in the past that that relationship has not always been based in honesty. So that's going to be a really hard thing for that person to do. I don't know if that's true. <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to go there with that. That's yeah. Um, but I also think al- alcohol is a crazy thing too, right? Like booze and stuff's crazy. Right. So it's like, I am understanding to a, to a point, but it's also like everyone involved is a human being. Yes. And she's getting treated like a dog. Yes. And like getting kicked around and like 
no one's telling her anything. And, you know, today she got like a crabby nurse. And I'm like, okay, don't, for sure don't take that personal. I'm like, they work in a rehab center. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like they, they're at the end of their rope. Um, But like everything, like she's, her, her nerves are shot. You know what I mean? And I'm just kind of like, do you give up or are we almost at the the top of the mountain, but it's going to be treacherous, you know, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah. I think, um, going blind, you know, I w- obviously we are all working on it ourselves and uh-huh. trying to help each other. And I do feel like humanity has an obligation to each other type of thing. Not like, you should or you have to but like if we all want to get better we all have to recognize that we're part of the problem too and like work on ourselves and then therefore like we're able to be stronger for each other um one of my friends hammy i was at a party with her last year mm-hmm. and she was just like you don't have to be anybody else be where you are yeah improve yourself and like lift your part of the world and then everything else will also be lifted. Like you don't have to be that person or that person. And like, yeah, radiate. Yeah. 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 I think it's a really hard thing to watch your spouse go through really hard things. And then at the same time, there is a level of abuse that shouldn't be like overlooked and like, Hey, just recognize that like all of these little things do add up to being something because like I have a lot of empathy for my mom I recognize why she is the way she is and the things that she did and then I also recognize the great things that I I remember really good memories and it just doesn't discount the seriousness of the things that she did to hurt me right and so like I can say hey this relationship isn't for me, even though it should be very important. And I, I probably could if she were to make serious improvements and own up to a lot of things. But if she's not willing to own up to a lot of things, be honest, clearly communicate any of those things and continue in this cycle of manipulation and abuse, that's why this relationship doesn't work anymore. There's going to be great things about everybody, but perhaps your connection is not worth the entire picture. Yeah. And I'm not saying that about this specific friend. I'm just saying, Oh, absolutely. We're just taught. We're just, we're just thinking about it. Cause like to me, cause I feel like I'm so calloused because I can't stand addicts. I'm just like, Oh my God, shut up. Get out of my face. So seeing it through her lens where it's like, she actually cares about him. And I actually like him too. Like he's, he's, he's a good enough guy, but like, um, I've definitely met worse. (laughs) And, like, I can see what's going on. And, like, I'm supporting my friend. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, it is what it is. But, like, what, like, right now, his whole entire family is blaming her for her setting a boundary, him breaking that, Mm -hmm. overstepping it, and her saying, okay, you got to go. And instead (laughs) of being, like, oh my god you kicked him out you're such a horrible person like he could have sat and talked to her and had a conversation and they probably would have worked it out 
he went to his mom's house his mom gave him free reign he drank and drank and drank which by the way if he drinks too much he can die <laughs> like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit there and watch someone drink themselves to death that's not, not something i'm ever gonna do i probably and... shouldn't think this way but like everybody everybody's mom can fuck off <laughs> everyone's you know mom I mean? can fuck off right right exactly and then and then uh <laughs> And then three weeks later, he's in rehab. But it's yeah. this is all her fault. I'm like, excuse me. It sounds like we just got results. That's what it sounds like to me. So how about instead of your son being dead way too soon, we all work together and we get him better. How about it's, that? It's not about that with most moms of sons. And I'm not going to say like <laughs> everyone, but like there's a lot of moms of sons that would just rather not. They want to control their sons or I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm thinking of one specific one and I'm the person who knows which one I'm talking about will know, but like they didn't, <laughs> they did not call their son on his birthday and then like called his, called her son's ex's fiance's for their birth, whatever. Just fucking toxic. And just, like, just toxic to be toxic. Right. Yes. And like, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of accountability and obviously oh no they're not blaming anybody but my friend yes from yeah. what i can i mean i'm not there so i don't know yeah. i'm only getting her side like i said but like um <laughs> at one point like i re like i got a screenshot of the text the mom was like you were right to do what you did like he's out of control and then the next day it's my baby my baby my baby mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like uh yeah okay your baby but also your baby has a drinking problem and he needs to get help or it's, he's literally going to die you know what's really cool is therapy. <laughs> right? It's really good for <laughs> most everybody. Needs a little bit of... Or a lot. Everyone, Try everyone a lot. consider it. Yes. My friends have been getting uh, broken up with by their therapist lately, and I think it's hilarious. But anyways, yeah. the point is, is if, if you're an enabler, don't try really hard not to be. Because that's not a good, that's not a good friend. That's not a good parent. That's not... You know... It's just, don't be an enabler, for God's sake. Do you know, I know that you discount, like, this is just my coming from my friend, and yes, there's like a filter there, but also sometimes it really does take an outsider's eyeballs to be like, whoa, that's really fucked up. What do you mean? Because some people are too close to the situation, like, <laughs> like the times that I tell Spencer about things from my childhood, and then like one day he was just like, the things that you tell me about your childhood make my blood boil because yeah, i can't garrett told out that to once that. and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> like i just thought this was like a weird thing but she, he's like yeah no so your friend's eyes they're fresher and they have seen different things and like it's still valid well no and it is nice to like first of all it's teaching me a little bit more patience because I'm pretty dismissive in this topic because I don't care like it's just like whatever I did this my whole childhood I hate going like whatever you know I just hate it yeah. um, so to look looking inward it's nice to be like okay you don't have any grace about this and this is something that affects a lot of fucking people <laughs> and like I feel like my grace is all very superficial. Deep down, I don't, I'm like 
fuck them, fuck this, blah, 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 blah. This is usually how it goes. Like, it's just all so predictable to me that it's just like, here we go. You know, it's yeah. like the first level of Mario Brothers, you know, you addicts, can do it with your eyes closed. Addicts is really hard. It's a really hard topic. Like, we know, we know really successful, recovered addicts, right? They yeah. did the work. Yeah. This person's at the beginning of their work. Is it your job to do all of that? No. You can. It would take a lot of work. No, I can't do the work. I can't do the work for an addict. No, no one can do that. I mean, like, talking about the person who is a spouse of an addict, but, like, that wouldn't wouldn't be my life for sure. I'm far too. I'm seeing too many things. (laughs) I'm I'm looking for a sunshine rainbows kind of situation. (laughs) Sunshine lollipops. Uh, What did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, okay. I got Spencer a tattoo. Oh, what did he get? He got an olive branch. For what? For olive. Oh, duh. (laughs) (laughs) For olive. And also it's like, (laughs) he wanted it because, you know, he, he likes the symbolism of being a peace bringer. And he also likes the expression of like, yeah, I thought extending an olive branch was a thing. We, yes. I that's what it was. And then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, olive, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Got him a tattoo, sent my kid to school. She came home with, she made all of these Valentines and she wrote everybody's name on them. Oh, she was just like, she's starting to read, like actually read. Uh huh. <laughs> just like way weird. And, um, then we picked her up. Oh, Spencer and I went to sushi, of course. And then went to Spencer's parents for heart-shaped meatloaf. It's like apparently a hundred-year-old tradition or something. Which we is... do meatloaf and funeral potatoes in my family for Valentine's That's our Day? tradition. That's and so heart-shaped cool. Jello. Yeah, yeah, heart-shaped Jello was there too. So yeah. I mean, that's it's a really Mormon cool. thing, I guess. I guess, I guess. <laughs> and then um, maybe Spencer and I are related. Probably. Someone to do our genealogy. I told you I would, but you won't tell me any information. And then, I don't know any. And then I went to yoga because I wanted to love myself as well. And then I came home and then we watched a TV show and then we fell asleep. Nice. Yeah. I watched the children and I realized that Dalmatians are such Valentine's Day dogs, right? Aww. And he was very, he was pouncing around like a fucking puppy. Um, and Sophie was super excited about it being, being Valentine's day. And Alex was, he got, he's like, I got extra Valentine's, but his, uh, <laughs> oh, did his he? Valentine, Somebody his Valentine's, com- he's just popular, you know? And I'm Somebody like, snuck yeah, into so his hard. homeroom and gave him a little card. No, he's just like, people just had extra. So I got them because people <laughs> just, I don't know. They just like me. But his, uh, his his box was, I mean, it was like an Apple Jacks box with a couple pieces of white paper on it. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> Do they not? I was not impressed. <laughs> well, and Lily, did she have Valentine's Day boxes in Russia? Valentine's Day is not an American thing. I know, but did they do Valentine's Day boxes? I don't know. I didn't ask. Mm. <laughs> I guess I could have. But uh, Jake sent her a bouquet and she almost cried. And I do have to say, my mom taught us right. We do Valentine's Day correctly. The boys do it right. They're so. not scrambling around at the last minute looking for flowers or anything? No. 
and I thought he was going to go out, but he was like, no, we're staying in. And um, so I just came home when they were doing fondue here. So I was like, cool, hung out, did some fondue. Cute. Cute. And then I uh, had a very toasty uh, conversation with the married man. What? Who will be, who will remain nameless. So you're saying last time when you were talking about having an affair with a married man, there was already a married man? I told you there was already one. You thought I wanted Spencer, and I said, no, there's already a specific one in mind. I was really high that night. We all know. Just don't listen to me. Uh, Yes, I do. I listened to you the second time around when I listened to the episode, and I'm like, oh, that's what she said. (laughs) Oh, that's what she said. (laughs) Like you said, you wanted to to be... (laughs) Uh, reincarnated into the Holtz Golden Retriever. And I was like, yeah, that'd, that'd be a fucking cush life for sure. Cush. Like, really cush, super short. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what I, like, I spent so many time, so much time pouring over the, um, Giving the people the right Valentine's Day cards. You know what I mean? It came in like a multi-pack, but like specific people had to have the specific ones. Uh-huh. And then like I did sneak into Mr. Johnson's third grade class and sneak one into my crush's Valentine's Day box. Those little, uh-huh. those little, um, they were envelopes, right? That like you taped to the front of your desk. Oh, we always did like a Quaker oatmeal box. Really? Yeah. Oh. And would like decorate it with like construction paper and shit. Cool. And I always went for the joke because I never really, I mean, I had a crush on Braden Bagley and Stephen Blake. They knew about it. David Bennett, he knew about it. Mike Costa, he knew about it. I mean, they all knew about <laughs> it. They were like, hell yeah, you do. No, I think they were like, what's going on? <laughs> 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 but, uh, <laughs> I always went for the like the cool, funny ones, and then when I got older, I made my own, which is funny because Lexi, who I live with, uh, she's how old is she now? Thirteen, and she's she made her own. She made me a really cute one about how I'm the coolest aunt ever, and da, 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 and I was like, oh, this takes me back. And you're so right, I am the coolest aunt ever. <laughs> so good. Um. But yeah, I was asleep by like midnight, I think. Did we do Valentine's Day in high school? I always do Valentine's Day. I love it. It's a fun holiday. So we didn't, like exchange Valentine. Oh, did we like pay for like things to be delivered to people? That's what it was. No, I don't think that's a thing. Like candy grams. Yeah. Was that a thing? Yeah, it was a thing. Candy grams. Maybe that was for Christmas too. I don't know. It's just cute. I think you're thinking of Mean Girls. No. One time <laughs> for Valentine's Day, we did this like compatibility test with the entire middle school. This was in South Sevier. Uh-huh. And uh, so you just like filled out this questionnaire and then like you paid like a dollar or whatever for like. I had to fucking pay. <laughs> it was like five dollars or something. You get, you got ones that were like, you you could, these are your best friends. These would be your best friends. These would be your most um, compatible matches. And like, it was like through the whole grade. And so there was like some like older boys and some 
It was really fun. What the fuck was going on in middle school? I don't know. They're like, we were just flirting with each other. It was here's your match. Flirting. Also, sign this abstinence chart. <laughs> it was like, hey, uh, all of the coolest guys, yeah, you'd fuck with them. And I'd like, fuck yeah, they would. I feel like that's like, I don't know. Could you imagine the people who didn't? Someone, everyone had to get picked, right? Well, it showed you oh, you're most compatible. And so, like, if you no, were, No, but like, I'm saying, like, could you, could you imagine, like, not being on anyone's list? I mean, I'm sure. Maybe, I, I mean. Maybe. Maybe this was how they were, like, trying to find, like, the school shooters. <laughs> I, was, I, I tell you. So. I tell you when I go pick up Al, I look at all the kids and I'm like, I wonder which one's going to bring the gun. And I know which one it is. He's obsessed with his phone. And I want to punch him every time I see him. <laughs> Speaking He's of small. guns, did you see that Michigan State shooting? How one happens every day. So I know. But then At there was one. that one girl that was like in Sandy Hook and then part of this one too. No, but that doesn't surprise me. But no, I'm sure the uh, QAnon's going to have a filled day. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait and i love how all the senators and uh representatives are wearing those uh ar-15 buttons pins so classy you know the number one killer of uh kids is guns right in this country republicans actually i heard (laughs) bad dogs aren't born they're made um I want to go back to the olden days that, like, secondhand smoke was the number one killer of children. Do you know what I fucking miss? The 90s. The wicker furniture. <laughs> I don't miss wicker furniture the ever. The internet sound. Playing solitaire <laughs> on your computer. And uh, finding out new music from, like, other people's, like, cars. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, like, not, you couldn't... couldn't... There was no, there wasn't a lot of lyric sites. So like you couldn't yeah. Google what it was. You couldn't, yeah. you had to, no. But I will tell you one of the fun memories is I popped into my, my friend's was, his car was parked and he was like bumping something, but he wasn't in his car. So I hopped into his car and just ejected the CD and stole it. It was a burnt CD. So like, this is ours now. And <laughs> we listened to that CD all summer. <laughs> it was just like a rap. It was a rap compilation. Burnt CDs <laughs> were amazing. Little mixtapes. I miss, uh, yeah, people smoking, I guess. I guess that, yeah, you're right. The number one killer of people was secondhand smoke and now. <laughs> and heart disease. Now it's school shootings. You had going to, like, to the mall. You didn't really know where you were going unless you got directions from other people and you also had an atlas in your car. Miss that? That's a lot of things about the 90s. Shout out to Cassie. It is her birthday today. Hey, Cass. Friend of the, friend of the show. <laughs> Should we do this or not? I have a question. What is okay. the... Is that a temple cup getting built next to I-215? I probably asked this before. the worst thing in the world? It enrages me. It looks terrible. It's awful. It is not great. It's a gaudy monstrosity. Well, it's there to... It's a facade, right? Well, it's it's 
Yeah, but is that what it is? Is it a temple or is it like a steakhouse? It's a temple. <sighs> they are building them closer to the freeway to fucking ruin the view, in my opinion. There's one that they're building right in, like right by University Parkway too. So that as you're driving down south or north, it's just like looming right by the freeway. Why, why are we doing this when we have such a homelessness problem in this city? Because the church doesn't fucking care about homeless people. Exactly. They care about the, um, the uh, facade. They care about lying about their growth or their success. And honestly, they it costs a couple million to build a temple. And they can make up whatever it costs in dividends from their investments portfolios so it literally costs them nothing to build these temples but it like is the representation of like people think i don't know it's just like trying to make an impression on people and trying to stir up interest or make few people feel bad i don't know we gotta get a crowdfund going for those jesus flipping the table billboards i'm telling you i want to put them up next to every single table or every temple you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but like, yeah, let's do it. You know the scripture where Jesus yeah. goes into like a fancy ass temple. Yeah, and flips the and table. And he flips the table because yeah. he's like, this is not what Christian this is not how you this is not how you become this is not how you become a godly person. And someone did a painting of it, and I just want to just crowdfund billboards to put up next to all these temples. <laughs> just that painting and just have it be that painting. That's so it's like amazing. that painting and then the temple. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like those people that um, put Jesus is watching you right next to porn stores. A billboard. Pervert. It's these billboards. I know. Hope you like the show. <laughs> um, the one of the first signs that I was like, "This is the red flag." Was it was my first time in the temple, and I was like. I need to, I don't have any dress or anything like to be here. And they're like, okay, it's $2.50. And I was like, what? Yeah. They're like, you have it's to bring just money to launder it and stuff. Right. Well, it's like, um, well, I pay tithing, bitch. What about this money changing situation that I read about? It's not supposed to be happening here. It's fine. Tax, churches, tax, <laughs> churches. It's like that $20 million Super Bowl ad. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, about. <laughs> Don't you think there's a better way to spend? Jesus has my back. Jesus? Yeah, fuck for fuck's sake. Anyway, um, I read I read something interesting that we can get going on this. Um, Wait, what about Rihanna? The Rihanna? I didn't watch any of the Super Bowl. Well, but I I read the highlights. I thought it was great that she's. I love that she did that. She, yeah. Uh, Every um, she's like came down on a little platform. And everybody was like, yeah, Rihanna starts off strong. And then everybody simultaneously in the entire United States of America was like, she fucking pregnant. Like, yeah. squinting at the TV. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a baby belly. We're not, we're not jumping to the conclusions. We're not going to ask a pregnant woman if she's pregnant. Right. We're not going to body shame. We, we right. don't know how to, we don't know how to do this. But then everybody on Twitter was like, is Rihanna fucking pregnant? Well, I saw because I follow all the like fashion magazines um, and blogs and stuff. And I was I my, like my whole feed was full of Rihanna, especially because she was uh, 
wearing um Andre uh, Leon's the red the red her red cape oh. was Andre Leon Talley's uh he wore it in a photo shoot. Oh, so she cool. was paying tr- uh, homage to him because he's cool. like this god in fashion, right? And he's a black guy. He's black and queer. So um, the fashion world was going nuts over that also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like was like, is that her nose? What's going on? And then I like had to Google it first before I like had a reaction. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe, because like she just had a baby and like time doesn't mean anything anymore. Exactly. I was like, maybe she just hasn't lost the weight yet. And like, whatever. I don't Everybody shit. was Be a like woman. doing the math fuck. from like last May. Like, okay, she was pregnant last May. How many months is that? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, I was like, cool. Like, I don't care. I'm like, good for her for not like pushing it to the limit to get like in crazy ass shape. Like, fucking J-Lo was in such crazy shape for 55-year-old or however old fucking sure. she is yes, for the yes, Super Bowl. Yes. But I was just like, oh, yeah, good for her. Then I like was like, but I think she's, pr-, you know. But, yeah, we all collectively were like, what's going on? Because no one, none of us wanted to shave her body. <laughs> exactly. People were like, mm, we're not supposed to say anything, but. I th- <laughs> but also what? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Rihanna puts on a stellar show, right? right. She's, like, fully clothed. All of her dancers are fully clothed. She sings her songs. She didn't even have to fucking do this, right? Because she's like, she's Rihanna. She doesn't need the Super Bowl, but yeah. Uh, well, they don't. The, the entertainers don't get paid to do the Super Bowl, anyways. It's just like not necessary for her, so she's just doing it, right? And yeah. then, like, I see all these TikToks that are like, the text says like Christians looking for something to be mad about the Super Bowl for, and then they're just like thinking. And thinking and thinking and thinking. I have an acquaintance posted on <laughs> posted on Facebook. When will they have a decent performer? Dancers who actually know how to dance for the halftime show? Question mark, question mark, question mark. My kids were watching. And I'm so sick of the constantly rubbing of privates and twerking. One of my six-year-old twin boys said, unprompted, they're touching their butts and peepees. That's so gross. It literally looked like they were fanning their farts out at one point. Puke face. It made our 12-year-old uncomfortable as well. We just turned it off. No thanks. Okay. I don't... I don't then. Like... Like, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm so tired of, like, pandering. And, like, maybe we should... The next one should be a redneck hoedown, you know? Maybe we should. They will only be satisfied if there's no dancing. Because dancing involves moving your or, hips unless it's a bunch of unless it's a bunch of white chicks doing it that are dressed up yeah. like cheerleaders absolutely you know and the cheer let's talk about the dallas cowboy cheerleading uniform there's more it. there's there's more fabric on the arms than there are on the on the bodice of that okay dallas cowboy <laughs> which is fine i don't give a shit cheerleaders but everyone's a dallas cowboys fan right. and it's like Okay, let's have the Dallas Cowboys. Let's next year have it be a redneck kid rock. You know, only a quarter of the people will enjoy it. He can sing, I want to be a cowboy baby. Toby Keith can come out and talk about 9-11. Let's do it. (laughs) And then y'all can shut up, even though, like most things in this fucking country, the NFL is what it is because of black people. Who fucking... Okay, Tom Brady is a superstar, but like, guess who... All the other players are. They're black dudes. Yep. They're people of color. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't get paid shit and they get their bodies destroyed, their brains 
destroyed. Okay. Then and also fucked up. Rihanna K. Like, you wanna know how many people were there? How many celebrities were there just for halftime? Adele yep. doesn't give yep. a shit about football. Nope. So many people were there were to celebrate this woman and all you can do is hate. Yep. Like, fuck off. Yep. Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl, but it's like, fuck off with your hate. Like, what's the point of hating? And also, how many, how much, ugh, 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 yes. did you, did your kids have to endure before you go, the kid to it? Oh, they're touching their peepees and fanning their farts. Exactly. <laughs> like, trying to fit in. Like, I've sat in your living room before, whoever posted this. Maybe not yours, someone like you. I've sat yep. in your fucking living room before, and I've watched this go down. Hate is not something you're born with. And you don't have to like this halftime performance. I'm not telling you to, for God's sake. I didn't watch it. I don't give a fuck. But just let it be. Yeah. I don't even like football. Let it fucking be. Football is genuinely, football players are genuinely a danger to our society. I don't give a fuck, though. I'm like, let it be. Guns are genuinely a danger to our society. I'm not trying to get rid of them. I'm saying let's put some, a little bit of a restriction on them. Let's get you a little knowledge in your stupid ass brain. You know? My child, she was so excited for the concert. Because we just turned it on for the concert. And she was right. like, she was like, she turned off all the lights in the house. Cause she's fucking all about the ambiance. And right. like, <laughs> the popcorn was popped. And then she was like, cozy up, mom. The co- concert's about to start. And I was like, okay, baby. She watched the entire thing. She was like, and then she got so jazzed that she just started getting up and dancing. And like, Nothing about Rihanna's performance or any of the Super Bowl performances that I've seen, there's been anything wrong with them. But there is this purity culture that's, that slides in all over most people that we know and, like, just, like, consumes them with, like, I have to find something woke, not, like, woke, super conservative woke to say so that I'm ahead of the righteousness and, like, just give up the race, girl. Well, let's talk about Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Let's talk about that. The mm-hmm. most T-bowed moment in history. I recorded she that got on her VHS. Cl- <laughs> she got hers clothes. She got her clothes torn off. Yes. Her, nothing was showing. No. She was wearing a nipple cover. And then her career was over for like two decades. She's a Jackson, so of course she's going to back, back, bounce back. Her career was over. Justin mm-hmm. Timber- Timberlake rose to the top. Yep. Explain. Explain. He apologized Explain. because he was like, I was wrong. He, apolo- he apologized eventually. Yeah. Decades later, but still. Yeah. No. So <sighs> first of all, the NFL can, can suck my dick. They're lucky that Pepsi sponsors them. Okay. Because I like to think young. It's a choice <laughs> of a new generation. But <laughs> I'm just saying like, if you don't like it, that's fine. Turn it off. But like, and the thing you is, to, is like, they you also need to have be self-aware with women dancing and not men. And that's you're right. It's not the cheerleaders. It's like when Adam Levine had his shirt off and nobody had anything to say about that. Right. Everyone's like, ooh, daddy, come home to me. Exactly. And then he cheated on his wife who was pregnant. But guess what? He's white. So it's OK. It's OK. NBD. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're nice and heated. Yeah, All Star Game stuff. is here. <laughs> Lisa told me she goes, "Listen, Bobby, if you get Ben Affleck in your car, then your next stop is our house." Wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, "You want me to kidnap Ben Affleck for you?" I'm like, "I would for you. I would." <laughs> 
So we've already made a plan. Sorry, Ben. It's in the stars. I think you'll have fun with this. Um, I also read a quote that I want to hit real quick. And uh, it's, maybe I didn't read it. Maybe I heard it. I don't know. <laughs> um, it said uh, something along the lines of getting better means not being able to function in this dysfunctional world. Mm. And I was like, that is so bad how I feel. Because when I, first of all, I drive Lyft, which is very freeing because, you know, like I said, I can clock out when I want, when it's becoming too much on my cam down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I'm not like making bank or anything. Like I'm fucked still financially. But like when I pick people up and I take people to work, all they do is complain to me about how much they hate it. Hmm. When I'm watching my niece and nephew, all my brother and sister-in-law do is talk about how much they fucking hate their jobs. You know, like (laughs) when I'm talking to literally anyone, all they do is talk to me about how fucked it is and how this and how that and how this. I'm also very annoyed that I have to sit and have a conversation with my brother about how he talks about how $100,000 ain't shit anymore. $100,000 a year ain't shit anymore, but I don't deserve a livable wage. Tired of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I, my head feels like it's going to explode a lot of the time. Something's got to give. I hope that Ohio plume of death comes over and lands directly in my basement. (laughs) Like that one day when the guy was blowing the cement and it all came into my window. But the point is... (laughs) The time that we were literally recording and (laughs) the gardeners were blowing leaves shit through your window. No, it was when we were... It was when we were getting ready to go watch Tommy perform. Oh, yeah! (laughs) But yeah, like sometimes I'm just like, man, I want to be the guy, the matrix that eats the steak. Like I want to know what the steak tastes like. Mm. Speaking of which, I do have to tell you this joke because I know you're going to hate it. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I was eating steak with Micaiah last night and I was telling him about (laughs) how I was multitasking, texting, sexting the married man while I was texting my dad. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, of course I sent the married man a picture of my vagina <laughs> and Micaiah's like of course he's like could you imagine if you sent it to your dad and I was like hey dad remember this <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway we high-fived what about so um, and then he'd be like that's an epic first pick for sure that's an epic what that's an epic first pick your beaver. my dad yeah, because he'd be on Tinder or something. Uh-oh. A, oh. No. No. <laughs> I was like, what are you Fell talking flat. about? Fell flat. So much That's has fine. happened. So much has happened since since I got kicked off t- Tinder permanently. <laughs> <laughs> That's in my rear view mirror. What about this uh, married man? What about it? So, what about it? What about it? Do you... Uh, feel bad oh yeah (laughs) yeah but that's also not my problem i'm not married i didn't make a commitment to anyone and i haven't had sex with him yet is he instigating this Uh uh-huh wow (laughs) i mean yeah wow (laughs) i don't know i just I think, um, I don't know. I don't know what his arrangement is. I haven't asked him. Sometimes I feel like 
marriage is a sham. Oh, I agree. Invented by the patriarchy to keep people subversive. Well, and he's one of those got married to early cases, too, you know? Ah, fuck that. Yeah, I so. just... There's been always a conversation in our marriage that was like, hey, if you're not happy, just, like, be a decent hurt person let me know. But... Yeah, and it's definitely, like, a turnoff to me that he isn't communicating, which, like, I can tell that he's not because I can tell he just doesn't like her. It seems like he just doesn't like her anymore, like he's over the marriage. Hmm. Um, I could totally be reading that wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I'm. this isn't going anywhere. I'm sure I'm not his first, you know? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I'm sure nothing will come of it. I'm just a flirt, and I'm a filthy flirt sometimes, so... Yeah. We'll see. I definitely, I would definitely have sex with him if, if it like happens to line up correctly, but we're definitely not doing it at his house. And <laughs> this house is not going to be empty for like a month. So we'll see if it keeps. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're like, Bobby, you're a hoe. It's not no. me that it's a hoe. It's I'm not, not saying I'm not saying anything about you. I just I like having conversations about all of these things because it's taboo as fuck. Yeah, and like when you grow up in a purity culture, like your instant reaction is like, "Oh my god, like I'm not saying this about you." Such a no, slut. You can't. I don't like, care because I feel the same I feel the same way. Like, and it is funny you're pulling because this it's always... man or whatever, but like <laughs> the reality is is this person is like engaging with you. And is married to somebody else. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to deconstruct. Do you know what I mean? Well, what happened initially was we were flirting and I was drunk one night. This was like months ago. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm married. I like talking to you, but I'm married. So we can't be like this. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I just stopped flirting with him. And then the flirting started back up. I don't know who instigated it. And then it got more and more and more. And then the other day he was like, I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm like, I'm not. And he's mm. like, cool, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> so like, and I do think it's funny. You bring up a funny ass point, And I've always thought this is funny from the beginning of time where a man cheats on his woman. He cheats on his commitment and the woman wants to fight the woman he cheated on with. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. Be mad at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like he's the one who fucked up. Or they could have a total arrangement. Or we're just going to talk dirty to each other for a couple of weeks and then nothing's going to happen, which right. is probably what's going to end up happening. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I haven't had my share of flirting with people, for sure. And, like, I'm a married woman. But I also know it's not going anywhere. I will send, I don't know. Hey. I flirted with people who listen to this podcast. JD. Just <laughs> JD, you slutty, slutty gay man. <laughs> no, and like that's the thing too. And like on the White Lotus, cheating saved their marriage, baby. Like who knows? Who knows what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like I don't see him and I having a future. I think our friendship will continue, but I think we'll probably fuck a few times and that'll be it if we do actually make contact. But I don't think we're going to. Also, if I've ever flirted with you, don't think Spencer doesn't know about it. <laughs> oh, like, I don't care. Genuinely. Oh, you're talking to anyone who's... Yeah. 
Hey, listener. Well, and that's what I'm wondering, too. I was like, maybe this is, like, something him and his wife are into. Who knows? So, who knows? I have no, I honestly have no idea because I haven't asked because I don't care. <laughs> it's not my fucking problem. It definitely is, like, <laughs> I'm in these, like, red flag, don't date this guy groups. I don't know why. I like the drama. And um, <laughs> most people are just, like, do not date this man. Here is the tea on, like, why he left me or whatever. And, like, he's so toxic and whatever. And I'm like, okay, like... This is just first of all. If you think that if you think that in your relationship you did nothing wrong, yeah. Even if staying is the thing that you did wrong, I mean, I'm not trying to victim shame here or whatever, but sometimes a motherfucker needs to be put out to pasture. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that's your motherfucking job. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of sex, yeah. Let's let's speak of sex. Or talk. You want you did love songs. I did songs to fuck too. I did a couple of. I did a mix. Okay. One two. I mean, three, they're kind four, of the same thing, right? Five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve. Yeah, I did a couple. I did a couple. Okay. Okay, you start, young lady. Uh, I don't know. This is the top of my list. <sighs> no, I'll save that one for last. Okay. Love song. I, we haven't done a list, and I forget. I forget how you have to organize, and you have to. It's everybody's problem. <laughs> uh, Hero by Enrique. Uh, Mickey Rourke, so fucking hot in that music video. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. I can be a hero, baby. <laughs> I can kiss away the pain. On par with that one is uh, All My Life by Casey and Jojo. I feel like these are very, like... Sing uh, it. I will never find another... (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, I used to sing that to my dog, by the way. (laughs) And on our anniversary... uh, Sarah? Huh? To my dog? Sarah, Sarah... I hated that fucking dog. <laughs> okay. Um, all my life is what I used to sing to my dog. I will never find another puppy sweeter than you. Sweeter than you. I would just like sing and like rock her. And uh, uh-huh. we went out as a family on our anniversary. And like that song started playing on the radio. And I was like, I think this is meaning that like our dog is with us. <laughs> so, Oh, Olive? Are you talking about Olive? Yeah. <laughs> So, oh. uh, yeah, those are two like little middle school crush songs that are just like little love songs. They're so nice, full of love. <laughs> you know, they really are. Um, here's songs that I like to fuck to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't go. I didn't get so specific here on this first one. I just wrote Deftones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I read a, a meme the other day that said someone said they didn't like Deftones, and I was like, "How did you have sex in high school or whatever?" seriously everyone's listening to deftones all the all the alternative kids are listening to deftones while they have sex oh okay i don't listen to songs while i have sex really yeah can we discuss that because joe rogan doesn't either yeah i didn't know it was a thing listening to music while you have sex yeah listening to music is something you can do all the time i know and i do it most all the time but just not during sex yeah i never have had sex songs 
Can you tell me why? Um, no. I don't know why I'm the way that I am. That's why I'm in therapy. Why did you, why have you never just been like, oh, we're about to bang, let me throw on some good tunes? I just thought it was weird. Whoa. Like, some, somebody I was... I mean, I'll do it silently, but I'm just saying, like, you don't well, have to. There's not silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, without, I mean, I know there's not. Okay, duh. <laughs> I went to a bridal, a bridal shower? Bachelorette party. And they were like, uh, the new Maroon 5 CD is, like, really good to bang to or something. And I was like, that is so weird that you would, like, I just can't imagine listening to somebody else and their words or like the tempo or whatever i just it's just not been a thing for me and i think i tried yeah, but it the once. tempo the tempo to the tempo is part of like uh the maddening crowd by killing joke i put it on this list just because that the tempo is part of the reason like it goes the whole entire song so like you can get into like a rhythm but it's also like a very complicated song, but the whole time the bass is going da 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe I need maybe I need to have sex with somebody who knows how to have sex to music. Maybe that's something I'm missing in my life, but that is not me. Put that on your list. Okay, put it on my list. I did put sexy songs on here, by the way. Yeah, I know. Jojo. Another love song that I have just as a guilty pleasure is the Akon Don't Matter song. Sing it. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. <laughs> no? I've never heard that song in my life. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Send you a oh, list. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no Akon in my, in my <laughs> shuffle. That's why it's a guilty pleasure, because I know it's fucking terrible, but I'm like... This song just makes me be in love. <laughs> it makes me be in love. I'm in love with the stripper. She rocks. She <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, nah. Okay, this is fine. Uh, I put, specifically one... put songs on this list that I didn't think that would be on your list for sure. Well, I don't think our music lists are ever going to match up, bro. No. But I also was I also was thinking, like, I got to make sure that I don't put certain songs. Like, I didn't put any Fleetwood Mac on for the purpose, just in case. Okay. Because <laughs> Fleetwood Mac <laughs> is so good for banging. It can be. Okay. I don't know. I've got a couple sex playlists I could send over if you'd like. Well, actually, I can't. It's specific to the couple, and I have sex with different men than you do. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nights in White Satin by the Moody Blues. Nights in White Satin, never reaching the end. So is this like a slower thrust or something? Well, this is probably just like make out preliminary. Okay. Maybe we're, maybe you know maybe a little mouth on tit action. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I don't. How does so? Is is that is like a slow jam? Is like soft, caressy? No, I don't know what you're talking about. And I love you, yes, I love you. Oh, how I love you! No, so nice. Sounds romantic. Stop, stop it. It's it's from the seventies. It's really good. 
Uh, anyway, all moody blues is really good. At least making out music. Okay. Umbrella by Rihanna. That's a my love brother. song. It's Zach and uh, my brother Zach and his wife's song. It is a very good song. It is like it's a, about it's a pretty good song. real love. When the sun shines, we shine together. Told you I'll be here forever. Said I'll always be your friend. Took an oath. I'm sticking out to the end. Now it's raining more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a song about real love. Yeah. Um, I remember my brother came home from a trip with his uh, fiance at that time. They're married now. And he's like, Ashley bought Umbrella an umbrella cd but it had 20 remixes of umbrella on it and we listened to it twice on the way here that's fucking cool 40 remix 40 times of the same song no it's not i would i'd listen to it it's a good song i think it's a good song too but i don't know about 40 times mm-hmm. for god's sake you apparently don't know about uh <laughs> audio stimulation <laughs> audio stimming because I will listen to the same song 40 times and clean my whole house, so. No, I'm saying that too, but I think that I should do that to someone on a, on a car ride. is like If it's consensual, it's fine. It's fine. Everything let, is consensual let people, when you're trying to have sex with your fiance. Let if people you're, live uh, their you know lives, I mean? okay? <clears throat> what I'm telling you is my brother's complaints to me was telling me that it was non-consensual. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he liked it, so I didn't no, get he, that he part. Was like, he was like, Bobby. Oh, he was like, Coming in like uh, off the uh, off the desert into the oasis. Yeah, like, like he had like PTSD. Yeah. like he was shell shocked, crawling towards the door. Help me! Yeah, he needed chapstick. You know, he needed like a water. Oh, oh my god, my chair just broke! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Your yellow chair. Is it the yellow chair? Yeah. No! Our chair we built together. Our love chair. Our love chair. You killed it. With my fat ass. It was broken to begin with, girl. We had to be so careful. Well, some dumb guy I met on Tinder told me to buy from his company. So I'm glad I banned from his Yeah. I was going to say, good thing you're fucking bad. You don't have to buy terrible furniture. Hold on, I'm screwing it back on. We did some nice things on that chair. Yeah, we did. It's still, it's good. Hold on, I'm going to grab a, a notebook while I'm on. Should we take a potty break? Because I probably want to go get my uh, weed pen. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Alright, I'll be right back. <laughs> Nobody wants to see us together, but it don't matter, no.
I broke the chair again. <laughs> Are you okay, bones-wise? I have osteoporosis. <laughs> no. And we're back. <laughs> Did you have to get in your chair? Oh fuck, my notebook's all the way down there. Hold <laughs> on. <sighs> I've been doing this thing since like childhood where I try to reach things off my bed without getting off the bed. So as long as one part of my body is still <laughs> touching the bed, I've won. I love that. I so love that. I did just win, but the only thing that we're touching that was touching my bed were my toes. <laughs> so it is exercise, actually, and acrobatics and problem solving and kind of like childhood. It's child's play. Yeah. Like call it. the Olympics. My sister and I would also play this game where <laughs> I would um, like <laughs> balance core strength balance. So I was like balancing on like my butt. So like my legs and hands were in the air <laughs> and my sister would kick me off the bed. And if I could stay on the bed by balancing, I would win. And if I didn't, she'd win. So you had to have your feet and your, your legs and your arms up. Yeah, so, like, I was on my butt. Yeah, like, in boat pose. Okay, yoga, calm down. I'm, I'm just asking, is that what it is? And if, and she would, like, jump on it and try to get you off? No, she'd just kick me. <laughs> Which was fine, I was part of the game. Dude, that chair fucked me up twice. <laughs> Our poor chair. I know. I should just put it out like a uh, for sell sign outside with a No, a you can't sell our memories. That's like Juno. What are you, a hoarder? Yeah. I have well, mental illness. I... <laughs> I need you to come over to my house and throw shit away. <sighs> I mean, maybe I will. Maybe that's what I should do for a living. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe people will pay me 50 bucks an hour to get like pure joy out of throwing their things away. Maybe it'll be therapeutic. Or is that just 
Psycho. I don't know. I don't think you'd throw away the right stuff in my basement. Yeah, because you have a mental illness. Like that blanket that my grandma made me. But it still has like Dylan Vickers cum stain on it. I can't get rid of it. Because my grandma made it for me. I wouldn't throw away a blanket. That's stupid. Well, what if I have like 40 blankets? Okay. What do I do with that? I'm right. Pinkwitch has a statue of a man throwing out a quilt. So have a little respect (laughs) for my knowledge of blankets and their worth. Okay. Okay. We have the quilt walk festival every year. Okay. So I just like throw them on the sidewalk and let people admire them. (laughs) Now that's how they got over Cedar Mountain because the snow was too tall. So they threw out the, um, they threw out the, quilts so they could walk across the snow it's (gasps) called the quilt walk and they went over cedar mountain got food and came back wow yeah innovative huh wait what they just put the blankets on top of the snow Uh uh-huh there's a whole there's a whole play about it and everything jesus i need to go down i need to get my ass down to Penguitch. The second week in June, y'all. Quilt Walk Festival. Oh, it's actually pretty pride. cool because in the high school, um, all the old ladies bring the quilts that they work. And there's like so much intricate fucking cool quilts. That's really cool. And my grandma used to play violin in the in the play, but she doesn't anymore because she has arthritis. <sighs> Poor grandma. And Bob hates when she plays the violin because he's an asshole. A man. <laughs> He was born in 1938. And he acquired a wife to help him raise the kids and work the farm and give him sex. And that's it. Come inside. Yep. Cook his, cook his meals. I'm trying not okay, to gotta, have. Okay, we got to get in here. You're right. <laughs> I know. We could talk about our animosity towards men in our life forever. <laughs> that's this podcast. Uh, okay, sexy <laughs> songs. Sexy songs. Uh, Spencer <laughs> does not think this is a sexy song, but it is the pony song. Do you know the what I'm pony talking about? Song? It just says pony on my list. I forgot to look it up. Okay. I my pony. That one? Bow. Yeah, genuine. Bow. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Did you watch Channing Tatum dance to that song? on my magic mike yeah no i've only ever seen like 15 minutes of the first one and i was like that's it for me folks um did you ever watch his ex-wife do that dance no ma'am all right i'll be sending (laughs) you that that's the link i'll be sending you (laughs) you're like i will be changing you so this is a magic mike fan only hot song is what you're saying no People like people love that song. That's a fucking sexy song. I it's feel like about people definitely dick. On, on like TikToks, like it's like magic stick or disco stick or whatever. I want to take a ride on your disco stick by Gaga. Oh yeah, hmm, yeah. I hope that's not on my list. I just what came to mind. My next one is "Nothing's Gonna Hurt You, Baby" by Cigarettes After Sex. Ooh, have you heard that song? You've heard nope. it. You watch The Handmaid's Tale. No, I don't watch the Handmaid's Tale. Uh, like one of the first lines is "whispered something in your ear." It was uh, a perverted thing to say. 
but I said it anyway. <laughs> and um, he liked it. Yeah, it's hot. And he liked it, but it's like slow and it's hot and it's like romantic. So it's good for like slow sex. Nice. Some, you know, rainy day, candles lit. Maybe we like each other a, a little bit more than like kind of sex. That's cute. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love it. I want the ball. Talk about sexy Sorry, songs. <laughs> <laughs> what about, okay, this is not on my list yet, but, um, oh, fuck, what is that Faith Hill and Tim McGraw song? Let's make love all night long. Tim McGraw is a Taurus. I found it out today. Oh. And I was like, God damn right you are, bro. Until all of our strength is gone. Until all our strength is gone. Until the break of dawn. Let's make love. That is a long See? ass time. I'd be I know, so I'm like, tired. Uh, that's I'm, like a boomer thing. I'm always like, I'm tapped out after three orgasms, please. Yeah, like, can I, like, shower and get a Gatorade and, like, a nap? <laughs> can we restart this at 3 a.m.? Never. And then when they restart at 3 a.m., you're like, don't fucking touch me. I'm sleeping. What? Don't touch me, bro. <laughs> Wait till tomorrow. No, I feel like I only hear boomers be like, making love all night long is so sexy. It sounds like I'm you like, can't get no, me off, honestly. Yeah. No. I feel like there's just, like, a lot of, like, things that used to be liquids that are turning into solids. You know culminating around my genitals <laughs> chunky does that make sense yeah it does <laughs> it was quite the visual too <laughs> like instead of making cottage cheese let's go have a bowl of it ew ew <laughs> please people are gonna stop this entire podcast no no i just made a few people laugh it's fine <laughs> the few here it's the few that i'm here for the few the proud <laughs> the marines oh my god we uh, should make a marines tier on our patreon just a marines be... tier like they have to pay more to listen to us no 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 <laughs> just like if you've been here since day one you're part of the marines the few the proud <laughs> nice you get a picture of my vagina in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> Your mom would get one. <laughs> Half of people are like, I've been on Tinder. How are you fucking doing, here. Carolyn? I know I disinvited you from this podcast, so I know you're still here. <laughs> we, know you, we know you still, I said. Um, my next one is So Tonight That I Might See. It's a, an album by Mazzy Star. Okay. I'm a huge proponent of putting albums on that are sexy and then going to town. Okay, I can see that working out. Because if it's like a cohesive thing. It's like a journey, whatever. Yeah, I can see well, that. You can make a playlist for God's sake. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to think about Ed Sheeran while well, I'm kissing anybody. Well, you need first of all better taste in music. <laughs> well, I don't like. I don't listen to that. But I'm saying that like if that popped up on a playlist, I'd be like. No, I said you make the playlist. <sighs> I used to be anti making my own playlists like years ago. And then, I don't know, I think Kev got me into it, and now I have, like, 183. Okay, you know how many playlists I have? Nothing. This one has, like, two songs on it. I have so many playlists, and most of them are, like, 
one song, three songs. Because I think, well, oh, I'll make you, a playlist. I have a few like that. You got to think about the playlist for like a few days and be like, I'm, like, I'm immediately going to add 10 songs because I've been thinking for the past few days. So it immediately has substance. Okay. And then when I listen to it and a song pops into my head, I can add to it. So it's not just one song. Okay. That's a trick. It's a trick of the trade. Well, I don't know how to do any of that. So I will just focus <laughs> on what I can do. Well, I'm telling you. But anyways, Mazzy Star, so tonight that I may see is a great album. It's 90s grunge, but like uh, it's Female Seeker Fade Into You is the big hit off the album. Um, you know that song, right? No. Fade Into You, Strange You Never Knew. I want to hold the hand inside you. That's really nice. Nope. nope. You've never heard that song? No. Bruh. I don't think so. What's what's the artist? You Mazzy need to send me Star. all of these, okay? Yeah, Mazzy Star. I'll send you um, Pony. That whole album is great. That song's great. But um, I was just going to put a different song from that album on this. But I was like, no, the whole album, like, and it's another one of those slow, rainy day. <gasps> we like each other more than like sort of things. I think I have heard child? this. Is your child crying right now? Oh. Okay, I think I have heard something from... Yes. Okay. Her solo stuff's also pretty good. I do like a female artist. Mm-hmm. My next one is... Uh, Ariana Grande... <laughs> Side to what? side. Oh, this one is on my list. I'm going to have to delete it. Fuck yeah. Look at no, that us. Was a, that was a huge joke. That was, oh. of course, Ariana Grande's not on my fucking... Are you serious? <laughs> I love you. Doesn't sound you, like it. I love it. you. I love you. Doesn't sound like it. I've been there all night. I've been there all day. And now you've got me walking side to side. Ooh. <laughs> wonder who that's about, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I can imagine that. Pete Davidson's big dick. What What an ironic thing for me to be so queer and then for me to be like, yeah, Pete Davidson, that's it. That's for sure. There's nothing hotter than like being able to fill a guy a few, like a day later. Right. Listen to this. Like, listen to this uh, bass line. Just listen to it for a second. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly should get more into her. She makes me laugh. Everything I will like see of hers, I'm like, Bah! I know. Every time I hear a song about her, I'm like. Okay, I am I am an Aria Grande fan. Like I just passively listened to her for years, but now I'm like, okay, I think I want to get some of these albums because they're pretty good. They're pretty sexy. Um, my next one is "Pretty When You Cry" by Vast. Um, as some of you know, I did kind of have a weird relationship with this guy. <laughs> it was just I was gonna go visit him, and then I did it anyways. But. Uh, the opening lines of the song is 
you're made of my ribbo, baby. You're made of my sin. And I can't tell where your lust ends and where your love begins. Jesus. I didn't mean to hurt you, baby. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't mean to hurt you, but you're pretty when you cry. Jesus. I didn't, right. didn't want to fuck you, baby, but you're pretty when you're mine. Is another one of them. <laughs> um, it's, oh, and it's got a bass line, too, that's like, boom, boom. And you're like, and the music video is pretty sexy too. So, um, I feel like this was also like a coming of age sexually song for me too, where I was like, so pretty when you cry by fast. <laughs> so, can I tell you something like that's like kind of sad? <clears throat> yeah. Like, Last year, I was listening to the entire Doja Cat album, and like halfway through, I was like, oh, these songs are about sex. These songs are pretty horny. So I went like out to like my living room, and I was like, Spence, this song, these, these, this entire album is pretty like sexy and he's like yeah and then it's like maybe a couple of months ago i was like like all the songs are about sex all of them yeah they all are yeah <laughs> i didn't know that nothing wrong with that you know well and you know like i knew that the songs that i liked were about sex but i didn't know that all of them were and i was just like hmm and also, I did that Mormon thing where you just don't think about what the lyrics mean. <laughs> I think that's such a mindfuck, too, because I remember my cousins and stuff singing um, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Yeah. And also More Than Words by Extreme. <laughs> and I'm like, these are like, because I was like young and I was like, these are some risque songs. And like my cousin Heather, who's younger than me, showed me Aerosmith and I fucking love Aerosmith. But they're filthy. Yeah. Loving an air air of the elevator living it up while you go while you're going down oh yeah like, fuck <laughs> see like <laughs> where's all those? have you seen those uh and i'm like yeah and even now when that song comes on i get so fucking pumped i'm like loving an elevator <laughs> <laughs> turn my next one yeah, oh. i don't know whose turn is it you can oh, have you, it. i don't know you were talking about doja cat but who what were you oh fucking do, well doja cat's on here uh woman this is a kind of a sexy song it's woman like by like paul mccartney or john <clears throat> lennon or whatever no it's woman let me be your woman it's this it's the beat too That's it. I've never heard it. Sorry, I'm not a pop person. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at these ones. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my next one is... I'm going to say something. What? I don't fucking care that I love pop and that's trope. I don't care. Oh, I don't care that you do either. I'm just going to lean into it. I don't care. Oh, I think you should. I actually think it's funny that I don't know pop because I think that's weird. Like, it's way weird that I don't know pop unironically. 
Like, I don't, I'm just like, oh, sorry, I never got into it. Like, I just don't know it. So I don't like, listen to the radio or anything. I just, like, pick up things like the autism in me. It's just like, oh, I like the way this sounds, so I'm going to listen to this relentlessly. And that's how I, I pick up I might be more happy if taste. I listen to pop, do you think? Yeah, like, if it. I was like, if I wasn't listening to <laughs> But I love the downtrodden. It makes me so happy. Well, try a little of both, like maybe pick a day and just like lean into it. Like you lean into country. Like I, everybody does that where we're like, I'm fucking listening to John Deere Green four times in a row and that's going to make me fucking happy. <laughs> My next one is a pop song. But it's oh! A pop song from, it's a pop song from the 70s. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Son of a Preacher Man by Dusty Springfield. Oh, I think Dusty I Springfield! Dusty, dusty, she's queer. Um, yeah, but that's what's song, it called again? Son of a preacher, man. First of all, I just love the instrumental in it, and I think it kind of hits on the naughtiness of everyone knew the like the son of a preacher man or like the daughter of like the, the daughter of the bishop. They're like naughty, and it's like the only one that could ever reach me or teach me was the son of a preacher man. <laughs> And the way that she sings, it's almost clim- climatic, climactic. So, so it does something to me, and I like to like kind of dance to it, sway around, and it makes me feel sexy. Yeah, so, I love that. I love that song. I'm listening to it right now. These French horns. I want listen to something. Um, did you know that like feminine energy makes you want to like twist your spine and like move your hips like you can see how that works it's nice i feel like when i'm around more feminine energy it makes me want to like mount and fuck a man yeah so that's weird that's what it's supposed to do that's what it's supposed to do (laughs) definitely leaning into more more my feminine energy and i'm like no i i'm the boss for sure i think spence and i are both switches it doesn't matter (laughs) <laughs> switch hitters <laughs> uh did you do super freaky girl by who i can lick it i can <laughs> i don't know any of this <laughs> oh let's see isn't that wet ass pussy or whatever no it is the same person same Nicki minaj what Oh, Rick James? Or is that, are they just sampling him right now? They're sampling. Oh. Who sings this? Nicki Minaj. Oh. I really like her as far as feminism goes. Yeah, she's cool. Fucking love her. And obviously she cool. she's cool. She's sampling Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, it's all about dick. So about, yeah, it's a really good um, exercise if you want to practice writing a dick for sure. Well, uh, Super Freak is about, she's a very kinky girl. Yeah. And you don't bring home to mother. See, so, there's a two for one right there. She's flipping the switch, yo. Yeah, yeah. She's like, goddamn right, but guess who I am too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, and this song's about me, girl. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm looking at my broken chair here and I'm sad. <sighs> but it's really just a metaphor and I'm glad I didn't let that guy take me on a date. Like it's, you know, I feel like it was broken from day one. It was broken from and day one. I'm glad everyone got to hear me eat shit, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how bad I bitch about it in the morning. My next one is Nine Inch Nails. I just put Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor makes me horny. I don't think I need to explain this to you people. Uh, <laughs> I bring them up too much. No. You know. They it's our fucking be... podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah, but if he ever gets a restraining order against me for whatever reason, I don't think there's ever going to be a reason for it, but this podcast will be evidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he ever gets a restraining order against you, you, we would never hear the end of it. Well, I would just be like, so are we going to be in the same room when this happens? <laughs> same, <laughs> same courtroom? See you there? What no? happened to that Tom Cruise looking motherfucker? I just forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that the other day and I couldn't even remember his name. <laughs> I was like, wow, and I thought he was the one. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> you took him to a cemetery. <laughs> I take a lot of people to secretaries, all right? So it's not special. It lets, yeah, like, you're not, I dream about a lot of people. I take a lot of people to cemeteries. Yay, special. <laughs> if I go to church with you, then you're special. Church or a funeral. I'll take you to a cemetery, but I won't go to a funeral, okay? Oh. One of my favorite people from my hometown died. And I been thinking about going to the funeral but i also have made a decision that like my personality i just don't like funerals and i don't want to go to them anymore yeah so i don't know if i'm if like going there really honors them if it dishonors me and so maybe i need to find a different way to honor them you know what i mean yeah i've been missing matt so much lately it's crazy <sighs> like i think i think instagram's trying to make his profile be more visible they obviously don't know what he's dead so like it'll suggest that i like send him something hmm. so his name's been popping up a lot more plus like you know I, he'll just pop up in my brain it's not just his technology yeah but yeah i've been I, like lately so many things i've just been like i want to talk to matt about this or you know just stuff like that it's been bugging me i'm sorry it's part of grief it's all right maybe i should get a matt branch maybe I mean, it was a dumb joke, but I tried. It was it was off the cuff. It was quick. And it was what's awful. a it was what's a branch? What do you mean? I thought you meant like a tattoo or something. Because he got an olive branch, I'm gonna get a matte branch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's not good. It wasn't a good one. Listen. So what's your next song? Do you know well, why? Do you know why? Don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have ADHD, and I already forgot that you made that joke earlier. But when I re-listen oh. to it, I will laugh so hard and then be embarrassed that I didn't get it. No, 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 it wasn't a funny joke. I'm telling you right now, like, I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm like, that was dumb. But they can't all be winners, you know? And you miss 100%. Have the shots you don't try. Wayne Gretzky, Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next song, Lava Pants? Um, the Candy Shop. I'll take you to the Candy Shop. I'll let you lick the lollipop. So right? I knew that that was a sexy song. And like the only thing that I think of when I hear that song is fucking Dallas Hawks walking down this hallway saying that. Does he do it for you? Yeah. 
No. Actually, I fucking hate that guy. I have a per- I don't I have a personal like He introduced me to a person who hates me more than anyone in the city hates anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about and it. And I was in, I was in my lift the other day driving and I saw said person walking and I pointed him out and I'm like I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> who is it? You don't know. He's not from. He's not. Yeah. It, oh. Dallas went, to, Dallas went to college with him, and he's like, "You two both are emo. You must get together." And I was just like, "We well, can hang out, but I'm. I just want to be friends because I was trying to figure out my own shit." Dude couldn't handle the fact that I was like, "I'm not into you." He's like, "You're such a fucking bitch." Honestly, and I was like, like it says a lot about Dallas Hawks, the person that I think about him. He's just like the. I don't know. There's a reason I don't I, like him. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind him, but I wasn't in you got your guys's religious group. I was the alternative weird kid that made everyone laugh. So. He's just a genuine dick. Okay. I remember that he bribed everyone with pizza to win uh, student body president, and I thought that was very shady, <laughs> very classist. We were not. We were not voting for him. Like it was Sarah all the way. Um, Triceratops. What were we? What were we talking about? Oh, candy shop. Uh, have you heard the Charlie Puth version? Is it like religious? <laughs> no, but it made me like uncomfortable, and that's why I love it so much. But he doesn't have it on his any anymore, so you have to find it on the. Anyway, here it is. Listen, if I had an erection, it would be gone. I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you eat the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa, I'll take you to the candy shop. One taste of what I got. I'll have you spending all you got. Okay, please bear with me, okay? Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, I hate it, but I, yeah, I think that's the point. There's like so, one line in this here, where he just like. For it to be over. <laughs> I know. It, it was like at the end of the song, he's saying, he bleeps out all of the like naughty words, and so all you hear is just like. So it makes me laugh so hard, but. And you're like, and now I'm what? No. But I didn't realize how dirty it was until I listened to the Charlie Puth version oh, okay. and heard all of the bleeps. And then I was like, oh, it was like, I'll be damned. It's, it's more than just the chorus that's dirty. It's like the whole thing. Okay. Well, it's just about giving head, right? Yeah. Well, he's probably, he's probably eating the puss too. I don't know. I haven't really listened to it. I, uh, I was team Eminem. Um, and I was like, okay, whatever. Fiddy's cool. Cause like he was part of the. Eminem situation, but I was like, okay, oh. Eminem looks like my brother Zach, and <laughs> so I'm not attracted to him. <laughs> Just gonna focus my attention on Marshall Mathers, please. You are attracted to Eminem? Oh, big time. So your brother? 
you're attracted to your brother? No, I said Fiddy looks like my brother. <laughs> oh, I literally was just like, you realize you just told on yourself, right? Oh, no. How does how does how does Fifty Cent how does Mister Cent look like your brother? Zach. Yeah. Have you seen the two of them together, like side by side? No, not recently. <laughs> I've never met your giant... brother. <laughs> they both have giant lips, big teeth with a gap. They're both like tall and muscular. Um, I feel like their eyes are kind of the same. They might have similar noses. Like they look a lot alike. I've just never met your brother. Yeah. So that's why you weren't into Fifty Cent. Fifty. No, I, I didn't find Mr. Him Fifty. So I was like, this dude looks like Black Zach, sort of. You know. Sure. I can see that. <laughs> so, like, I was just like, nah. <laughs> but I thought Hayden Christensen was cute. You know, Star Wars. But everyone says, well, not everyone, Aubrey. My sister said that he looks like Jake. <laughs> oh, speaking of. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. <laughs> Jake's wife. I was like, uh, I was like, how was your Super Bowl? She's like, oh, it was fine. We went to Preston's. And I was like, ugh. And she's like, I know, right? <laughs> and i'm like okay good because i'm glad i'm not just holding my eighth grade grudge because i've never liked the man and then uh and then she's like but Wes was there and i was like oh i love him <laughs> like the way my demeanor changed because she's like yeah we went to presses and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm like i maybe should let this grudge go <laughs> I sometimes think about that, about the Dallas Hawks situation. I'm like, why am I still holding on to this? But I should just let it go. Maybe that's what I'll work on in yoga this week. Well, honestly, I mean, I'm definitely busting Jake's wife right now. But, like, she was like, Wes can at least hold a conversation. And I'm like, that's really the problem. Is Preston has done so much drugs and alcohol in his life that he's an idiot. And he was such a pretty boy in school that he was always stupid. And, like, Wes was cute and stuff, but he was interesting, and he's continued <laughs> to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I hate Preston. I hate him! Oh, no. oh, and meanwhile, Jamie, Jamie Bergen, like, always is like, how's Preston doing? I'm like, I resent you for this. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to let it go. No, let I don't. Let it go. Don't, please don't. She's going through... Sophie's gone through an Elsa stage. I don't want to hear it. It's annoying. It's the worst. It's the worst. <sighs> yeah. She has a Jeep that sings Elsa songs. Oh, my God. She has an Elsa that sings Elsa songs. She has Disney Plus. She has all the things. But I guess it was, it, it's not Scary Thomas, and that's all that matters. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. My next one is Love You to Death by Typo Negative. <gasps> it's just an old... It's just an old goth song, uh, goth metal. Peter still is dead. Rest in peace. Um, I gotta tell you something. My... What? I put a little thing on my Instagram said the sexiest song. Okay. People could respond. Your sister said typo negative. Love you to death. Yeah. Or did she just say typo negative? She said love you to death. Typo negative. Yeah, because it's a sexy ass song, but um. If Draven was, because Draven was born in October, if he was going to be a girl, they were going to name him October Rust, which is the album. Um, and we were going to just name him, to call him Toby or Rusty if he was a girl. Um, but 
yeah, it's a really sexy song. All the goths love that song. All the metalheads love that song. Um, it's a very vulnerable song, and it's a very sexual song. So hmm. check it out. Hmm. Love you to death by Typo Negative. Uh, my next song is Slumber Party by Britney Spears. Never heard of it. I know. Hold on. It's on one of her more recent albums, and she's hot in it, so hold on. Like the, is it like a what is that instrument at the bottom that's going? Is that a guitar or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's sexy. It's just the style of how they're doing it. Um, it's like island. You like island music? I can tell. It makes you feel a certain way. Well, I am part everything. So. I said to Lisa the other day, I'm like, you know that when I'm like making fun of you for being a Mexican on the podcast, you know, I'm joking, right? She goes, I know. She's like, but I don't know if your audience. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, I love the Mexican people like more than the whiteies. Most so- sometimes I'm a race traitor. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, search me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> my next one is... I want to be adored by the Stone Roses. Uh, they're a new wave band by um, from the 80s. And it's just like a vibe. It's a total vibe. It slowly builds. And it's just like a plea about I just I want to be adored. I love that. Don't want to sell my soul. He's already in me. Or don't have to sell my soul. I think it's about like not having to sell your soul because you already got the person. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you know? Sorry, guys, if I've been a disaster, but I didn't expect my chair it's, to break. <laughs> it's not you. Honestly, <laughs> here's what I love about you. What? You, <laughs> you're, not, you're not brain damaged, I'm okay? You are in every single way. Mm-hmm. You like I've been having a, such the worst case of adult acne. It's not even funny. So, no, it's not that there's anything wrong with acne. I just look like I'm on meth. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know how to deal with it, and I'm a picker. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love that you are able to like explain why you love something, and have specific reasons, and like you've thought about it. And I'm just like, here's the song. It's sexy. <laughs> the end. <laughs> You're like, I'll let it speak for itself. And I'm like, I'm going to sing it off key and then talk about it a little bit. <laughs> I don't think it's you're off key. Brand. I like it. <clears throat> the next song is Slumber Party by Ash Nico and Princess Nokia. It's about, it's about, uh, a slumber party, perhaps. 
So you're like a word dance person. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like a. You sat down and wrote a song about me first. <laughs> okay, so I'm definitely like, I will use music to get in the mood. Like as yeah. I'm driving home from a place, I just like pump some fucking sexy music. Then I come home and fuck. I just uh-huh. don't listen to it while we're doing it. Yeah. I don't have to do be have instructed how to do any of it. Um, no, I don't need to be instructed either. No, I don't have any more. I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. I think she does it more tenderly than Whitney. Whitney is definitely the queen of vocals. But Obviously. I think Dolly sings it in a way that's like... Dolly wrote it though, right? Yeah. I think she sings yeah. it in a way that's like speaking to somebody looking in their eyes and like it's like a heart to heart message type of thing mm-hmm. yeah 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 and kevin Costner's not involved because he's a bastard now that he's running montana <laughs> <laughs> i really do need to watch it but they put floribama they put floribama shore on netflix so it's my favorite mistake <laughs> Florida Shore, dude. If you're not watching it, <laughs> I my sister's watched more of it than I have because she can access it. So she has an app that I don't. That she can access the fourth season. But I was like, I have something to tell you. Sit down. <laughs> I'm like, it's so bad. There's no one that's redeemable. Please watch it. And then within a week, she's like, I watched it all. Let's discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's complete trash, and I think you'll love it. <laughs> Anyway, I do got to give an honorable mention to my man, the queen of cream, the king of cream, Bob Seger. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to look up this guy. Something about him and his music down on mainstream. I don't know. And night moves. Working on a night move. Trying to chase those. Awkward teenage blue Working all the night This is oh, cute It bones me right up Little too tall Gonna use a few pounds You're so fucking straight dude <laughs> I know right <laughs> You're like you're the butchest man I know Maybe <laughs> Maybe this is the disconnect Chick's breasts. <laughs> Teach me about your culture. <laughs> Straight people. <laughs> I'm like, have you heard of Bob Seeger? <laughs> oh. I love it. All right, so tell me what we definitely aren't gonna get to Australians. Um, you called that one. Uh tell me about what our viewers said. Your friends. So uh somebody said this is from Becky in Tennessee. Burning Bed by David Ni- Nail. David Nail? I never heard of it. I know. How do we dance when our earth is turning? I fucking love Midnight Oil, man. That's one of my guilty pleasures, too. I learned that song and I listened to it for months. Beds are burning. Brown, brown, brown. What? I'm turning it. <laughs> Burning. I'm trying to find it. Burning bed. We'll see if we can. 
The time has come. This sounds like a slow one. Sounds like a first dance at a wedding. Oh. I'm out. All right. All right. <laughs> We want to insult our listeners like that. Love you to death by a typo negative. Uh, my dad says... Good, good one up. My dad says, I'm too sexy. That's my husband's dad, by the way. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy No. I'm a you know model. Much... You know, know what, what I, I mean? <laughs> Do my little walk on the catwalk. On the catwalk. <laughs> Hey, whatever gets you going, Dad. Um, I know one of the things that <laughs> that they, uh, my mother-in-law, she's always like, oh, I just love the carpenters that um, logs on the fire stuff. It makes me feel a certain way. It makes me yeah. feel the same way I feel when I listen to Aruba. <laughs> Aruba, Jamaica. I think it means that like we have gotten it all out of the way and we can just relax now. Let's bone. <laughs> so nice <laughs> your sister also says and this one is really dating me but said I loved you but I lied by Michael said Bolton said I loved you but I lied that's a sexy song uh, by Michael Bolton right um, it said? said Michael Bolton yeah uh, no that's just that's from the 80s for sure um, Michael Bolton has a way about him and it's definitely like my mom chilling in the kitchen. Um, but yeah, Michael Bolton's got a way about him. We definitely, I mean, I would never just, just out of sheer embarrassment, put him on in front of anyone ever, but <laughs> I definitely hear Michael Bolton's song here and there. And I'm like, okay, okay. So yes, that's a genetic thing that my sister and I share. <laughs> yeah. You can tell this is, this is happening. Um, Girl by the internet. Is it girl? They don't know your word. Is that what that one is? I don't know. Oh, girl crush. Oh, girl crush. No, no, no. It's a girl by the internet. I love this song. It's a jam. <laughs> it's a lesbian love song. Is it? I listen to it regularly. Hey. It's definitely good sex music. This is the one. Have you heard Little Big Town? A country, right? Yeah. I've got a girl crush. Hate to admit it, but I get a heart rush and it's slowing me down. I want her long blonde hair. I want her magic touch. Maybe because maybe then you'll love me just as much. She talks about her perfume. She wants to taste her lips so that they taste like you type of thing. So she wants to hook up with this guy's girl so she can taste his remnants. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, kind of. Yikes. Uh, not There's really. There's a song by Typo Negative called My Girlfriend's Girlfriend. Okay. Much more catchy. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Stacia, friend of the pod, says Slow Hands by Niall? One of the, one of the, uh. Horan, Niall Horan, one of the One Direction kids. Is this a sound? 
Yeah. It is interesting what turns people on, you know? Yeah. Because, like, aside from my sister. <laughs> my sister's... Choices. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> intimately understand your sister's taste, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All these other ones, I'm like, uh... Okay. <laughs> but my Which is exactly like, like me. You're like, like, yeah. This one, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's, there's some metalhead listeners out there that are like... God, I wish she took better care of herself mentally, emotionally, and physically, because I would. <laughs> Don't let that stop you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone deserves love. Time. And Bobby's a good time. <laughs> she's a fun time. She's a short time, but down. she's a good time. Yeah, I'm not here. Yeah, I'm not trying to hang out. Oh. <laughs> Slide in her DMs well. because everybody else is. How's uh how are your DMs doing? They're pretty dry. But your pussy ain't because you listen to all these pop bass songs with a little island flair to them. Yeah, I'm pretty You know, I was thinking of this earlier because uh our kinks are genetic. Uh-huh. And maybe I have I have um Is that proven? I think so. You know what? Let I me be factual. That's a nature versus nurture thing. Are kinks hereditary? Oh, it says there's not enough information out there to confirm whether or not kinks are actually hereditary. But last year, this was the this was the TikTok news, so it's fact. I've been thinking about it because, like, God. my person, <laughs> my personality. Don't help us. Personality is like, I mean, my DNA structure is half white and half like not white, right? Uh-huh. So like, what if that has something well, to do mean, with me marrying white a white Mexicans. boy? <laughs> there are white Mexicans. White Mexicans. I am a white Mexican. There's so, so many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's whiter than I am. <laughs> the thing that Lisa was like, "You're Mexican," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I thought I knew all the Mexicans <laughs> in Richfield." I was like, um, not uh, me. <laughs> yeah, right. And like, I like how she had the reaction of that we've been teasing her about her whole entire. <laughs> You're a Mexican. <laughs> it's like she looks way more Mexican than you did, bro. And she's not even full. <laughs> You're Mexican? I didn't even know. She's like, I'm the uh, consulate, the Mexican consulate in Richville. I thought I knew. Yeah, you never showed up to my branch. Whatever. <laughs> what about this? What about this episode? Should we should we redo it? Why? Do you like it? I think we needed kind of a break. We've been hitting some heavy topics. Okay, good. It's not gonna kill anyone. Plus, I mean, I feel like me falling off this chair. If we <laughs> didn't share this with the world, <laughs> we would be monsters. <coughs> but let's be real for a second what do you think about me talking to this man i'm a hoe right oh because i was gonna ask you can we be real for a second and talk to you yeah. about cause something completely different because yeah i literally don't give a fuck that you're talking to a married person okay because i don't really i mean like I, I do but i don't like i was gonna talk to my dad about it but i'm pretty sure he had a mistress so what can he say right right so <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I'm not. Um, I'm not even like mad that 
I just know that this goes down and and it happens and like could be happening to me right now. I don't I don't know. I try not to think about that because like I have I to. I don't want that car, but part of me doesn't want that karma either. One time <clears throat> when I was dating Spencer and like our dating relationship moved fast. Okay, mm -hmm. I um. That's weird for uh, Mormon couples. That's so weird. <clears throat> You're right. I was, <laughs> but I was genuinely like engaged. I was like moving out of my house within a month because I was just like, oh no, I'm pretty sure things are going to go pretty far with this guy. I was um, the ward choir director and um, I, I was in ward choir too. And so I was at choir practice and like, I was just like suddenly like, oh, I'm moving. And they're like, why are you moving? And I was like, well, I'm like pretty much engaged to this guy. And they're like, what? Because the, these guys were like wanting to date me, I guess. And I was like, well, sorry you didn't make a move. Get off the pot, bud. Honestly, that was like, <laughs> all I was waiting for was somebody to not be timid enough to like fucking man up for whatever. Um, and then another, like right after this, a guy texted me and was like, hey, um, I like somebody gave me your number and said we should like get together because you, you'd be my type. And I was like, oh, that is so nice. Who sent you? Please send them my thanks. I'm dating somebody seriously, so I'm not going to. And they're like, oh, dang. Well, if you if you want to if you want to try me before fully committing to another guy, then like, let me know. Uh -huh. And I was like, ew. I don't right. like that because like he's like, disrespecting my relationship you know what i mean well and it's the facade thing too right we're all pretending like we're living a certain way so for you to be like on the sly for him to be on the sly acting like that like yeah because i feel like one of my friends did that too where he was like um like he didn't tell me he was engaged i found out from someone else mm -hmm. i'm wondering if he wanted to like make out with me or something one last time and he also told me and I was like, hey, heard you were engaged. He's like, yep, you have this. You have, or like, he told me like the month before his wedding, you have one more month to change my mind or something like that. Ew. Yeah. And I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> Especially you're a return missionary. You're getting married in the temple. Like, yeah. Stop. Well, this guy was this guy I made out with right after my mission. He was getting engaged that that week, right? And he came over and made out with me. Like, went up to Provo and proposed to his girlfriend the next day. Yeah. So it's like it's it's shit like that that's like I don't give a fuck about like the who, what, when, where, why. It's the fact that this guy is knowingly like or whatever. Maybe he's not, but the fact that somebody could be knowingly betraying their relationship that it's just like fucking man up and just say, Hey, I'm not feeling it, right? Yeah, but I also think that like I don't know what their relationship is. Like, right. it's not my fucking business. So, it's not. Like, if he wants to come over and we end up having sex, it's like none of my business, you know? And, like, we live in a society now. We've turned into this, like, very prudish society. Back in the day, everyone had mistresses and stuff. Like, and I don't know if I'm justifying it or what, but I, we did talk, we have been talking about this throughout this whole season so far is monogamy doable you know right 
especially with how our brain changes and functions between our teens and our 30s you know what i mean yeah because this guy specifically like a lot of people was married through most of his 20s you know (laughs) he doesn't seem happy does that mean he wants to explode his whole entire world no does it mean that maybe he just wants to go fool around with someone he, he knows maybe is there anything wrong with that i don't know that's the question right right and i think the thing that upsets me and i think where i would get stuck in that scenario is that he's just not being honest in this relationship or honest with himself yeah but i don't i don't know that is the thing right 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 because there's so many there's so many people in these like ethical non-monogamy situations i know well and he could honestly be like who knows if he was like hey i'm dying in this relationship i want out and she's like why don't you just start talking to other girls and we'll just like be a family and he's like cool you know and he's cho- choosing not to tell me that you know what i mean sure because i think part of the fun <laughs> is the sneaking around part unfortunately that is part of the fun mm-hmm. and um it's also just like not my business i'm not in his marriage yeah but like i do i do struggle with it <laughs> like because like that episode of it's always sunny when d sleeps with uh the ponderosa guy and he like i'm not trying to like get with this guy like i'm not trying to have him break up with his wife or anything that's not my end goal at all it's just like safe i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i guess for both of us it's just like a safe thing where we can both get what we're looking for and move on with our lives and I'm just wondering if there's anything wrong with that. But obviously there's a dishonesty there. But again, I don't know about his, I don't know yeah. what the fuck his relationship And is that your responsibility? No. And would it be a different scenario if you knew the wife at all? Do you know her? No, I don't know her at all. So like, if you were like friends with her, or if you knew her, and this was going on, then that might be a different story because you have, I would be wondering what is the balance of integrity here? Like... Like, I wouldn't sleep with my friend's husband. No, I wouldn't either. Right. I think that's, like, immoral. Um, I don't know. I just think it's so weird. It's just so weird being, like, a single person who's very observant. Yeah. Watching my married friends who are, like, struggling to do the right thing, but also their basic needs aren't being met. You know, if you're yeah. in a relationship and your basic needs aren't getting met, what the fuck is the point yes. of staying in it? You know? And, like, like it, that goes back to our women's issues, right? Where um, is there support for women in the society? Not really. But there's also, like, not a lot of support for men either. They, like, philant- like they go they go and cheat. Like, that's their support system. You know what I mean? They go and they, like, fuck another girl or something. I'm talking <laughs> about, like, financial or, like, right. is there any way for women to get out of relationships where they aren't happy and they they're they would like to get out but there's not really a lot of avenues for them so like is that when the cheating happens too well utah is um known for siding with the woman and going above average by giving child support with child support and alimony yeah and that could be a reason why men cheat too yes because they don't want to pay out yeah they don't want to pay all that out especially (laughs) if like maybe he feels like his hands are tied like maybe she's not a good person and he knows that like if he divorces her she'll take half his shit anyways and his life sucks anyways but like at least he sees his kid every day or what you know what i mean sure 
like I don't know what the situation is. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think people go out and cheat for no good reason though. And, that's and cheating really is like literally the last symptom of something going wrong. So, right. Because I think the purity culture and just in general, something that we've been taught is like marriage is the thing and like a dynamic family is the thing. And so like the base of all us millennials is like, well, we got to have a nuclear family or at least a functional family. And then like moms and dads and are like just divorce like, is such a failure too. And sure. I don't think it is. I don't think divorce is a failure. Yeah. I definitely was one of the first people of my friends to be like, divorce is not that bad. Yeah, it's like, you know what's bad? Becoming so toxic and vicious that you can't even be in the same room with someone you made kids with. Yep. That's a that's a fail for me. Not being like, all right, we're done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's end it now before it's too bad. But it's also just like, that being said, too, like, do I want to get involved in this in any way? You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not it's your job. It's also just fun. Whatever. You know, and I could just be overthinking it, as I've been known to do. I've been told that by other married men. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, And, like, how, f- like, I'm also putting myself in, in my own shoes. Is like, how fun is it to, like, send a winky face or send a flattering thing or, like, be like, hey, la, la, la. With somebody else and, like, y'all know it's temporary, right? So maybe that's what it is. And you're not here for a long time either, right? In- unless you are. I know that you said, like, I want that, but, like, do you? I don't know. I mean, who knows what the future holds? Sure. Like, and who knows, like, I mean, this is way out of, this is, like, way out of, like, left field. What if my soulmate is married right now? Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. Like, this is actually something you have to think about in your 30s as a female, is you're definitely, especially if you're a single female, you're definitely getting the second go. Yes. And it's like, is my soulmate married right now? Unhappily married or happily married, you know? Like, and that's psychotic too. Like, the whole thing is crazy. And, like, I feel like my stepmom was a huge, like, she like tempted my dad and tempted my dad and tempted my dad, but ultimately my dad made the choice, mm-hmm. you know? And was and your dad in a healthy relationship? No. No. Is he happy but now with also- her? No. <laughs> but like, I hate her. I don't want to be like her, but I'm also like older now. You know what I mean? So things are just different, but I don't know. I'm obviously struggling a little bit with it, but it's also fun. <laughs> Yeah, no there's <laughs> there's like a sorry I coughed. Um, how do I say this? You don't like there's there's truth in what you despise in other people is mostly about you, right? Mm-hmm, it's like a mirror. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I despised her when I was a kid. Right. <laughs> you know, I wasn't. Um, you know, sexting married men when I was a kid. So Yeah, sometimes I look at my younger self and I'm like, yeah, you really didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm at a stage now where I'm like, sometimes the best thing is for everyone to go their own way, their yeah. own separate ways. So, I don't know. And like, it's also just could be like, like on the second season of White Lotus, sometimes you just need to get the let out <laughs> and then realize that you're happier with your wife. <laughs> I fucking love and I'm White happy, Lotus. So I'm good. happy to be that tool. 
All right. Do we have uh, anything else to say? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm still here. I think I think we'll have I'm a lot so... to cut out, and it's fine. Not the chair thing, but everything else. Not the chair. <laughs> it's that's just the episode is me going. Oh fuck! Oh shit! <laughs> Fifteen seconds long, <laughs> and a lot. All of us being like, "Yeah, I don't know that song." Yeah, I don't know that song. Yeah, I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I've been thinking a lot about how... Well, and, like, what I was going to say to you is, like, you were angry, but your me, your needs weren't being met either. And so I do think a lot of the time, like, maybe some of our anger at other people around the time that we were being abused is just, like reflections of us you know yeah for sure but i uh i don't know i think cheating is an unattractive quality i hope no one ever, ever cheats on me right so the fact that i'm willing going in and being a willing participant as like the other person is kind of right. asking for k- karmic trouble right and also like i always thought i'd be the loyal one and then i was just like well i'm gay so like i'm gonna look too. <laughs> I'm gay, bye. <laughs> I'm gay, hi, stay with me, but also look. <laughs> so I get that. Like, you have an ideal of who you would be, and then you're like, but actually the person that I am is this. And, like, you accept that, right? Like, is it really well, a bad wonder, thing? I wonder if I'm, like, upset that I'm not upset. You know what hmm. I mean? That, like my younger self would be very disappointed in the fact that I'm even entertaining this, but I just like, don't care. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, if it happens, cool. If not cool, I'm going to continue to have fun with it. Um, hopefully he doesn't get busted. <laughs> like, whatever. And if he does, we'll take that on. Not it'll be, problem. it'll be another story in your book. <laughs> right. Material like, for your comedy show. It's like, this happened. <laughs> I, uh, whatever, like, it's so hard navigating friendships and stuff as a single female in this state because, like, I'm always just like, whatever, you know, but like, I'm definitely not disinterested (laughs) when people I'm friends with are like, hey, you know. Uh, you know what i mean you know what i'm saying like it's just like it's not like i don't know and and then like it's like you're it's always the single person who's in trouble it's like but i'm the single one yeah (laughs) i'm I'm the one who made the choice to not be committed to anyone so what are you saying to me Mm -hmm. yeah it is ironic that (laughs) you're gonna be the bad guy well or no one's gonna know about it and that's going to be the ideal situation. No one will know. She said it to her podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she broadcasted it to how many countries are we in now? <laughs> dozens. So dozens of three. <laughs> <laughs> Just one and, and one listener in Denmark. <laughs> we have a listener in Denmark? No, I don't know. <laughs> so last year we had a listener in Denmark, but the, that person 
It's one of my friends that is a military wife, and she's moved to the states now. So I'm I'm sure that that I'm sure that's what who it was. Is is that where Amsterdam is too? <clears throat> Listen, I don't know. Because Lisa was in Amsterdam last year too. Oh, okay. She listens, she listens so, to our podcast, so that could be in it too. Oh my god, <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Listen, we have a ten, a not even tens of followers. Okay, it's probably eight. <laughs> And you said we had a bump, but I really do believe it's the people I tell on Hinge that we have a uh, <laughs> that we have a podcast they listen, and then they should unnatural. I put my tits on mine and just put like my podcast in my bio? That's what I should just do. Like we put it across it. We should get like neck tattoos that say "Is this the place?" We could do it in ink box. That stuff that disappears over two weeks. Cowards. What? Cowards. People who do that are cowards. I don't know, I was thinking about doing it to Halo because we're all going to show up with <laughs> tattoos to the family vacation, uh-huh. <laughs> to the pool, and be, and then I could just like put one on Halo, but it'd be like an ink box, it'd be like two weeks and it'd be gone. You should do like her whole back. My mother-in-law would be so fucking furious. And you know what, I, I, know, I love doing things out of spite. I do. One time, um, I like decorated the shit out of my boss's uh, office for his birthday because I knew he hated it, so it's like, duh. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to go hard. And uh, the owner of the company was in there cleaning it up with his at-home maid. <laughs> they were cleaning it up because it was Sundance. <laughs> and uh, I walked in, to, like I was talking to someone, and he's like, you know, he really hates when people do that. And I put my arm around him. I'm like, I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> and I walked on. <laughs> he just looked at me like I was a psycho, and it's like, bitch, I am one. <laughs> We are so we are we are so motivated sometimes by spy army. Well, it's just like don't tell me you hate the birthdays are lame. I don't, shut up. You just turned forty. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. Like you want to know what you don't do? That's what you don't. You don't watched. ignore somebody on your their birthday. Well, and he just watched me and Stan be in the most epic prank war of <laughs> probably anybody's career for the past year. <laughs> it's like you're gonna tell me that you hate when people make a big deal out of your birthdays and just expect me to just sit on that information and do nothing like, get back <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself i'm gonna spend 200 dollars i don't have <laughs> are we gonna go to vegas for your birthday are we gonna go where to vegas for your birthday why i guess you go to mesquite right i go to mesquite yeah i, guess that's I don't no. know we'll see i'm not really into working so i'm very poor you're right you're right <laughs> So we'll I see. just know I'm that you promised that. like last year we're gonna go out for my birthday to Mesquite. You should come, and then like it never happened, and I felt, is this personal? No. Well, one of the people who was gonna go with us is one of the people that I called protective service, child protective oh, services yeah. on. What happened? To and her spouse is makes everything a problem, so we Didn't. I just said fuck it, and I canceled the whole thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So. That's what happened there <laughs> because we've been dealing with his abuse for a lot longer than, you know, this past few months. So, yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been an ongoing thing that we've all just been putting up with because we're adults. But now there are fucking children involved. So did you hear anything back on. about that or I'm not going to No. So honestly, like talking. my cousin's She's thing, not, not talking to anyone. Yeah, my cousin's thing, she was dealing with abuse for their entire marriage, you know, and then this was the last straw. So, 
I mean, it's obviously not the last straw for her. Um, she's taking his side, so it's a pride thing too. She likes to be right, so we'll just see what happens. I don't really care at this point anymore. I'm just like, you know what? I've been thinking about a lot about what's been going on in our relationship since she's gotten with him, and slowly but surely, he's turned her into like something unrecognizable and very vicious kind of mm-hmm. like she kind of flips out on us about stuff that we know it's him like <laughs> we know that it's him shit she would have never before gotten mad at us about mm-hmm. she would get like vicious with us about so i've just been thinking on it and i'm like i've been just like putting up with it because i love her but <laughs> at what point do you say no you know yeah. and i guess i i said no and whatever it is what it is i've uh I'm listening to you and I'm like hearing you. I just wanted to like connect with that for a second. Um, definitely when I cried last season about like the, the friends that I lost about it, you know, like, uh-huh. and I've been thinking lately, like actually as I've been getting healthier in my life and like my eyes are opening to different things, I'm glad that I'm leaving them behind. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not sad about it. She stopped growing. Yeah, and like it's it is cuz there's going to be this is just a new way to lose a friend. Like when we were younger it was like way more dramatic. It was like a lot painful, but like as you're leaving people behind, you're just always going to be leaving people behind. It's just sad that it's this way. I mean, it is, but it's also like if it weren't for him, we would have stayed friends forever. Mhm. And that's what an abuser abuser does, right? They mm-hmm. alienate mm-hmm. and make it so you don't have anyone. Mm-hmm. And I held on as long as I could. And I just, you know, I said what I said. I said my piece. I, you know, it took a lot to get the, the authorities involved, but I did it. And she can stay mad at me for as long as she fucking wants. I don't care. I will never regret getting her kid in the system because teachers preschoolers preschool uh, people like uh daycare people they're gonna see it Mm -hmm. so i'm worried that that means that they're gonna homeschool her (laughs) because he's psycho like that but you know it's it is what what is what it is and i've been like annoyed with her for like a while (laughs) but i'm just like she loves him and it is what it is and like you know maybe i'm being extra because we used to be single and pal around and stuff and now we're not but it's more than that, so it is what it is. Life's about loss sometimes. Yep. I saw something today that was like, be nice, everybody. It, literally everybody's going through it right now. Uh-huh. I don't know anybody who's not, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I obviously, I'm not trying to cause her any harm, but I can't. I think about all the adults who just sat around. <clears throat> and knew and I was also thinking about one of the adults who told saw my mom attack me and told her you can't do that to her and my mom kicked her out of the house and said you're not welcome here <laughs> and I think she called child protective services and they didn't do anything so it, it, at the time I was like pissed that she said something because it just was going to make my life harder mm-hmm. but now I think about it and I think that chick was in our life for like my whole childhood <laughs> and she came like she was shook i remember her coming into the, into the house she talked to me for a second and it was a hard decision for her and now that i've been through it like i respect it and i'm like i get it and i appreciate her so it is what it is 
but my mom definitely was like get out like my mom hated her so Mm -hmm. i don't think she hates her anymore but i don't expect my friend to be back on my train anytime soon yeah shit Anyway, do you think do you think that this is like a cycle that we're having to work through? What do you mean? This feels like a generational cycle that you're working through. Uh, maybe I think that sometimes you have to go through things in your adulthood so you can understand what was happening in your childhood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just so you can see it from that perspective, and then I also think that I'm just the type of person that can grab from my own experience to help me understand something, you know, just to help me like either gain someone else's perspective or kind of understand the situation better. Um, just, just so I'm just not like only thinking about myself. I hate when I'm having a conversation with someone and they, all they talk about is them, how they feel and stuff like that. Like right now I'm thinking about how my friend feels, (laughs) you know, how the kid feels, how I feel, like how my mom's friend felt, how my mom felt, you know, yeah, like how I felt in that moment. Like just, it's just helping me understand the situation as a whole and just kind of come to come to grips with it and kind of get as much closer closure as I can so we can move forward and eventually maybe one day have a moment where we're friends again. I, for, I forgive her and I understand she's going through it. She's totally a victim. I hope she understands where I'm coming from, but what can I do? What can I say? You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> my thing that I wanted to talk to you about is I know that we're a little lo- long. Is that okay? I don't care. You're the one who said that we're too, we're too long, but, and we've always gone over now, but I don't care. It's all good. I'm happy with it. I told you, <laughs> I told you in December, I told you <laughs> in December that I'm just letting the podcast be what it is when you said, all right. <laughs> so it's going to be what it is. It's just what it is. We can cut stuff out if we want. Um, like my, my therapist, I'm going to uh-huh. talk about, can I talk to you this off the air? It doesn't matter. My therapist was like, um, if things are coming up for you over and over and over again, that's probably trauma related and you need to bring it up in therapy so that we can get through it with this like EMDR thing. Uh-huh. And I keep having a disturbing intrusive thought about, um, what I think may have been evidence of um, another instance of child sexual assault mm-hmm. and the person the person that I think it was uh-huh. I don't um, I don't want I don't want to have a false memory, first of all. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I don't want to dig into it to find out the answer. And I don't want to... I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't want to bring it up in therapy because I don't know if it's true. Because it's like me piecing things together, right? Right. But it keeps coming up as an intrusive thought. Yeah, I don't remember like 8 to 11, and I'm worried that that's coming. I have shrooms and acid that I've been avoiding taking because I'm worried that that's where we're going. Hmm. Um, I'm avoiding it, too. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, something's definitely on the horizon. And um, 
I don't know. I'm wondering. Maybe I think you're there's a chance you're right, and I'm <laughs> very worried that what I figure out is gonna be a blow. But I know what you're saying that you don't want to remember wrong, and. I feel like because we've been gaslit through the religion, through just being like <laughs> raised the way we were raised, you question everything, including your own memories. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I just, I'm just not ready to put myself through what I'm about, what, what's about to happen. So I've been putting it off and it's not making me feel any better. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, possibly, but I don't think I'm imposing my shit on anyone, but I do think that the universe does keep bringing things to you until you handle it correctly, and then then you can move move on. But you will have to keep climbing that hill until you climb it correctly, and then you can get over it. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, so. I'm just... Do you ever feel like, uh, <laughs> do you ever feel do like, you ever feel like, like a, a plastic, plastic bag? bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you ever feel like maybe it shouldn't just matter? Like we should just not care and move on. Yeah. Maybe. But I also think that. <clears throat> There was a time in my life where I just didn't care and I was just trying to live my life and I, my body broke down. Yes. Your body keeps a score. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's hard to, I don't, I certainly don't have the answers. I feel like my life is pointless more often than not. I'm so tired. I'm fighting every day. I'm annoyed when I wake up every day. <laughs> um, but like, I don't, like Jake doesn't remember any of his childhood. Cassie doesn't remember any of her childhood. That can't be good either. Right. I mean, Jake's more functioning than I am. You think? But when's so? that going to, I mean, uh, yeah. When's that going to run out? So. Yeah. Well, and also on, it's just on paper. Yeah. Like, he drinks way more than I do. He's definitely more angry than I am. Yeah, and, like, eventually, it's just going to eat away at you. Anyway. Right. Like, uh, as a missionary, I would always say, like, if you if you have a sliver in a wound, you can't just put a band-aid over it. You have to get out the sliver, or else it's going to continue to be infected yeah. and it's going to eat away at you and like there's that where it's just like <laughs> Bobby I'm fucking tired of living as like a traumatized person me too I'm having to repeat the healing cycle the grief cycle I it feels like I'm spinning on the same fucking wheel all the time mm-hmm. and like I think in moments like that, you just really got to, like, focus up on who you are and what you're doing now and, like, your progress. Yeah. Because you've obviously made some progress, you know? Yeah. Whether it's you've done 18, 18 things of yoga. Yeah. Would, would we even thought you would have been doing that last year? No. <laughs> Not fucking me. Yeah, right. 
Who like the, the fuck am this, I, honestly? Like the reason why I bought this chair that just broke this, this, this evening it was because you couldn't sit crisscross applesauce on the floor. Like, you could probably, I mean, I'm not saying you could do it for two hours, but you could probably do it a whole lot better than when we started. You're improving. And there is trauma in your life, and we know that there's trauma in our life because we get, like, an outpouring of people being like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. We're like, it's cool. Um, <laughs> it's just that, baby. Uh, but, like, it, I think eventually we'll get there. It's just the work is hard, you know? And, like, right now, no one's having a good time. Inflation is crazy. Yeah. Like, I want to work in my field so bad but no one's paying shit like yeah. there's just so much so many factors happening right now every day we got to watch the buffoonery of fucking politicians who are making our lives hard like it's not a fun we're, none of us are having a good time man <laughs> so it's okay if you're feeling a little crazy none of us woke people are <laughs> i don't think anyone's having a good time yeah. so period no one's having a good time right Ever. now Ever. so uh, thanks but, for listening. It's not going to be fixed, right? But, like, I just thinking of, like, you saying that, like, this chair was bought because you couldn't sit on the floor. And, like, yeah. We've come a long way. And, like, a big part of that is, like, this podcast that you're doing with me. And yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, grateful for you. Like... And, like, we also do a podcast every week where we talk about, you know, funny shit, but also traumatizing stuff. <laughs> this is so. really is the shit show. We need to change the name. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> we can't follow a list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do we say these things? We do. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. We'd be eternally grateful if you'd share the show with your friends and check out our community at patreon.com slash is this the place. Because even if this isn't the place, you are still the people making this possible. Thank you.